Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 434, features an interview with the amazing content creator and performer, Lady Lazarus. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Dangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 434 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and for this episode, I am flying solo because I am exhausted. Woo! Because it has been an absolute whirlwind of 10 weeks or so between all of the conventions and trying to get everything for the podcast done. Sadly, I have for one week failed you, Pervert Nation, and I apologize. It has been absolutely crazy. So before we get into it, with this episode, you get a wonderful interview with Lady Lazarus. She's incredible. I'll talk about her in a second, but I just want to get Pervert Nation caught up on what has been going on. And if you've been listening to the show, you kind of already know. There was Exotica, New Jersey at the end of October. There was Exotica, D.C. in the beginning of December. And then there was AVN in the beginning of January. And trying to get everything done and prepared and ready for release between these three shows has really been an undertaking But I've been pretty good about it, I think, and uh, I was hoping that with the first two weeks of January, I'd be able to release one episode per week and then get back to the regular two, but with all of the preparation, be it for the travel or for the AVN Adult Entertainment Expo, it has been just a lot of lost sleep and a lot of preparation, but we are back. And for this episode, you are going to get this interview, and then after this episode, you are going to get some episodes about and featuring performers at AVN Las Vegas 2023. But before we get there, let's talk a little bit about Lady Lazarus and this interview. She is so nice, and I had so much fun talking to her. We've been trying to make this happen for a while, and just things kind of keep happening. There's changes in schedule. You know, sometimes someone is feeling under the weather, and they don't feel like they're able to present themselves as well as they would like when it comes to the interview. So after a little bit of a delay, we were able to make it happen, and I'm so glad that we did. Because when we first met in person, 
we we connected. We had good energy together, and I did a short gauntlet interview with her, and she was absolutely amazing. And I knew that I had to have her in long form on the show, and she did not disappoint. I think it went really, really well, and I think the listeners are going to learn a lot about her. And one thing you should take away from the interview is just how hardworking she is. When you look at her timeline, when it comes to her social media, she does a lot of work and she does great work. And she really puts herself out there in a creative and sexual manner that is very approachable and enjoyable, but still has that intensity that comes with good sexual content. And some of the other things that I really enjoy about her, I love her laugh. She has amazing eyes. And there's just so many layers to her as a person that as you start to uncover these layers, you just learn to appreciate her more and more. So I hope that the listeners take that away from this interview. I hope they enjoy this interview and get ready Pervert Nation, because 2023 is going to be an absolutely amazing year for the show, for myself, and I'm going to take every single one of you on this journey with me. I think we're all going to have an amazing time. So please enjoy this interview with Lady Lazarus. Thank you one and all for listening to this episode and this interview. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators that you hear on this show and otherwise, just like Lady Lazarus. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. <laughs> My guest is a high-profile content creator who puts out incredible scenes that has a little bit of something for everybody. This East Coast fantasy fulfiller has worked for Freak Mob, BBC Titans, Reality Kings, and more, but it's her own high-octane content that has her on the pages of Alt-Star magazine. And if you find her on the convention floor, you will be swept away immediately. Make no mistake about it, you will want to find out more about her, and you will like it. She is the captivating Lady Lazarus. How are you doing tonight? I am wonderful. Thank you so much. That was such a good intro. Oh, thank you. Does that that get you fired up to do this? I'm so fired up. I'm so fired up to talk with you. I missed you. Oh, I miss you too. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Yeah, and Happy New Year before we get going. Happy New Year 2023. Yes. Did uh, We were texting a little bit beforehand. Did you get the sauerkraut? I didn't get any sauerkraut yet. What? I need to get the sauerkraut. Us Pennsylvanians. That's right. We know. Oh. I'll mail you some. No. <laughs> That'd be Yummy in a can or something. All right. All right. The next time I see you at a convention, I'll just give you a bunch of sauerkraut. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? By the way, thanks for your mom's uh, scarf, the knitted scarf. Oh, absolutely. Yes, we will get into all of the fun involved here shortly and we will definitely get to that but before we do i would like to have you tell everybody listening where they can find you online and on social media 
Uh, so all my social media is at ladylaz.com slash my social media. And you could find everything else there too, like uh, where my content is and uh, my newsletter and uh, different stuff like that. Fantastic. So as the listeners hear you talk to them, they can go seek out your stuff and enjoy you doubly. It's really easily, easily accessible to get to, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So after what seemed like an eternity, it was nice to spend a few moments with you at Exotica, New Jersey and D.C., where you were actually booth talent as well as floor talent for the convention. That Uh, was very different. Yeah. So how were your convention weekends? They were fantastic. When I was at the Ink Vixens Triple X booth at Exotica, New Jersey, it was really busy. We're, I mean, like, who doesn't like free T-shirts? We were giving out free T-shirts. True. And then it's different. It was nice to be able to walk around because usually when I see you, I'm a hottie and I'm, you know, they have you at these like different places to dance, but you can't really go anywhere. Mm. But at, when when I was at a booth, I was able to walk around. It was it's nice uh, having the freedom to be at a booth or be a hottie if I want to. Yeah. An exotic hottie. Yes. You fit the title of hottie very well. Thanks. Of course. You would too with your hair. Oh, oh, well, I don't know if you know, I donated my hair. What? I donated my hair. I actually cut my hair about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I am so sorry. I know you're probably very disappointed. You know, I bet you look good with it short, though, too. Well, thank you. I'm I'm curious to know what kind of haircut it is. And you can't tell, you know, I'm only hearing your voice, so I'm going to have to get a uh, – have you posted a selfie? Uh, I have. I did. Yeah, back uh, – so if you go back to December 13th in my account, you can see my post about it. Yeah, that's what I thought it would look like. You have a good uh, – you have a good head for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> good head is always very important yes it is <laughs> now let's get back to you so oh. <laughs> what are your convention weekends like is it just a lot of content shoots or is it networking rest and relaxation or do you sleep when you get home how does it work for you it's a lot of paid content trades mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that wouldn't be a trade. It'd be paid work. Uh, after I'm a hottie, and as you know, I'm dancing all day. So usually I'm getting home or like getting to my hotel room and I'm just like wiped out. Mm-hmm. So I usually just go back to my hotel room. Also, like, I'm not socially anxious when it's like the um, when people are in the lobbies and stuff and like too close to each other, the drinking and stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm like, uh, is it worth it sometimes? But I do like networking with certain people, you know, Mm -hmm. I absolutely will go outside of my hotel room, you know, and go meet some of my good friends. Yeah. I'd I'd meet you for for dinner or something. We should do that. We should definitely do that. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Are, are you a good traveler when you do convention weekends, or is it just struggling to get home and you get back in a comfortable bed? I'm a good traveler, I'd say. I, I wouldn't say that I'm like a really nice traveler. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like a curt when I travel. I don't know if that's a word. Um, like I'm very short with people if I'm like stressed and traveling, but once I get to my destination and I've like sat down and I'm like, ah, like take a moment, then I'm fine. Okay. That's, that's good but to know. In, in this past year though, I, I will say, I think this past year, the, the year before that, like traveling too much stressed me out, but now I'm getting more used to it. That's good. Yes. Being in such demand how do you decide what projects to do? And if you're shooting your own content, how do you decide when to maybe back off a little bit and work on self-care? Well, I'd say I always, you can always kind of tell what like your, the people that follow you are interested in. And I don't find my fans to be like asking me things that aren't things that I won't do. So I try and like pay attention to the algorithm and like who I might be like talking to myself online and be like, well, I could probably shoot a scene with a friend that I have organically. And people genuinely do like that. Mm. Being that I don't, I try and don't go out during the conventions and stuff or like in general, like as I've gotten older, I don't go out as much. I don't have the problem with self-care and like going out too much but maybe like i definitely need to like hang out with uh some 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 real friends <laughs> i don't have the problem with backing off of my work too much because i'm a very much of a hermit mm -hmm. but i would say remembering to like talk to other people that aren't in, in the industry is really important i don't know if that answered the the question properly well it does because i think that you're looking for connection and good energy and just good conversation and that kind of stuff. That is the easiest form of self-care if you could find it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It really is. Looking at your content, you really have a passion and palpable excitement for what you create. When you first started, what was the process like going from – I really enjoy having sex too. I think I'd like to be a content creator. I think I've been thinking about it for a long time. I don't know if it was a, a what moment I really chose to be a content creator. I honestly want to say it's because I met Joanna Angel at a tattoo convention mm -hmm. um, like 10 years ago. And OnlyFans and, like, uploading your own content onto sites wasn't that big. Maybe it existed on, like, smaller sites. And I dabbled. Like, I've modeled for a long time. So maybe that, that modeling is kind of what I was already kind of, like, interested. And then when I met her, she was like, be on my site. I chose my ex-boyfriend over being on Burning Angel oh, and fucked it up. <laughs> But uh, that was probably when I was like, oh, oh, I could probably do this too. And I dated uh, someone that kind of like kind of got in the way of my aspirations in that regard. So I'm doing what I want to do now is what I want to say. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Thanks. 
Technology has come a long way in making the content creator process easier, but was there a big learning curve for you in how to upload and put your product out there and how you wanted to create it? Because sometimes you have that vision of, oh, I have it in my head and I can picture it being this way and then actually being able to make it look like that ends up being a lot more difficult. Yeah, I feel like that still happens every day because there's so many different platforms, not even just to upload your content on, but like the websites that you even like have yourself to like, like I have WordPress. It was such a learning curve. Like if these sites don't have like a how to part, even if they do have like a how to upload part, it's sometimes it's still difficult. Some of these Sites are like stuck in the 90s too, where it's like so clunky to upload, but it can be once you figure it out, it can be worth it. But like when you're doing this stuff yourself, and like I'm not that great at technology, like I mean, I'm all right, but it's getting it really is getting harder and harder as you get older and older. I feel like I need to take like I just got a new iPhone and I feel like I need to take like an iPhone class, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. The thing for me is, you know, if I walk around with a camera or, you know, something to shoot video with and I'm like, oh, it's got great reviews. I see other, other people using it and I put it on the computer and I go, that looks and sounds so bad. (laughs) And I I look for a better one and the price jumps from, you know, a couple hundred, you know, maybe like $500 to like $3,000. I don't know if I want to make that jump. You're like, like learning how to do these things on a, on a minimal budget and learning what works for you is important. But I feel like I'm 30. I'm almost going to be 32. So I'm, I'm at a sweet spot where I'm not too old. I also feel like people that are older than me, they get technology a little bit more. So, um, I am a little bit older than you. Uh, actually, I'm a lot older than you. And uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it a lot. It's good to know we're in the same boat. Here. Yes, absolutely. We can struggle together. <laughs> now, you have a great look. You have fantastic tattoos piercings, colorful hair, and a split tongue. And in talking to other performers who split their tongue, they say that that process and the healing was not terribly pleasant. How was your recovery process? The recovery process is absolutely more terrible than the the procedures, pretty painless. Uh, the healing Especially when you have a tiny, like, petite mouth. Mm. Like, eating. I thought I could eat maybe, like, two, three days after. Maybe just, like, pudding or mashed potatoes. And you you can't, like, I couldn't move my, like, tongue up and down. Like, it hurts. Like, that muscle hurts. And I had, uh, like, one of those plastic court cups. I put it in between my boobs and just... Like during the day, I would just let it, uh, my drool go in there. And then during the night, I would just put a towel down and drool onto my pillow. Wow. 
<laughs> oh, also, uh, when I'm done my Invisalign, I want to get it done like farther back because it's like regrown a little bit because because it just does that. But also because I have my I don't know the, my teeth are kind of jacked up in the bottom. I'm trying to fix them. Mm, I got you. Having a split tongue is a surefire conversation starter, uh, especially with those who embrace their dirty mind. Do you get a lot of people saying inappropriate things to you about it, especially away from the adult arena? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, I have to be careful in, like, situations, like even talking sometimes and open opening up my mouth or, like, like licking the sides of my mouth because it'd be like it's like an invitation for people to creep on you right. it's like they seen like a tattoo that they want to touch oh right and you're like no 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 personal boundaries <laughs> That's good. it's to like know. they all like forget what they are and they're like whoa <laughs> right <laughs> that is you know what? i never thought about that you're right it's like i i don't get it mm. <laughs> <laughs> You are on a ton of different platforms and subscription sites. How do you keep it all straight? And how do you have the time to update and add content to all of them? I try and focus on the sites that make me money. I know everyone's different and maybe people are like uploading to free sites just for advertisement for their clips, but I find what works for me is just selling what makes you money like there's so many platforms you could upload and people will never see the videos if it's a site where there's no like internal traffic mm -hmm. you have to like have your finger on the pulse of like is this site busy like also like if they're a reputable site because there's so many sites that open and then they're like oops we don't pr protect you against like chargebacks or something like that oh. like as uh, I've been on so many platforms, I've learned like what to look for. In the content that you create, you cover so many different topics and genres from the more basic fare to things like male anal fisting. Are the things that you film more explorative in nature to see what you enjoy? Or do you film as many different topics as possible to broaden your audience and reach? I have absolutely just filmed what my, like, this is my actual, like, sex like sexual exploration. I haven't, I'm shy, you know, in, like, real life. So having these opportunities where people are like, you know, like vetted and good people where you're like, Hey, do you want to do this maybe? And you're, you're like, you know, you know them and you're comfortable with them. Um, you're, you're seeing, you know, real life, like personal exploration and stuff that I'm into. So, and I'm doing it not fast, you know, like you could, t it's very or organic. Uh, what's happening here. <laughs> With all of the fun things that you have committed to film, what does your creator bucket list have left on it? Or is it more about who you want to create with? I want to travel and work with a lot of different people. I absolutely feel like, um, you know, it's harder as like a, a self producer, like not being 
represented by like an agency and you know like getting seen by these people like again like I try and you want to do things organically and like not push people to work with you yeah there's so many people and like so many places I want to go and I just feel like every year it's just going to get better and better and better like I'm not trying to do things like fast or like right away but I do want to do them, you know, like, let's go. But I mean, like, I'll be here for a while, yeah. you know. One of the things you really seem to enjoy is anal. And over last summer, you put out this message on Twitter. You wrote, my G-spot is in my butt, I swear. Is that weird to say or end quote? I don't think it's weird at all, but I run with a pretty unique community. Um, were you surprised at the pleasure that you experience through anal activities, shall we say? Yes. I've been learning these past few years that I think when I come from like anal, it's like a different type of orgasm. And I feel like it's easier to reach that than uh, when I'm playing with myself, you know, regularly mm -hmm. and learning that has been, it's wild when you learn that and I'm not even done, you know, I haven't even gone like that, <laughs> that far up. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was wondering how delicate you were going to be with that statement. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've been going wide, but oh, okay. there's, you can go, you know, there's always different things to explore with the butt. Yes. Yes, there is. And I do love anal. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that that's no need to apologize. <laughs> 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 Along the same lines of an earlier question, when you do shoot with so many different people and different types of performers, how do you choose uh, the people that you shoot with? It's difficult because you know sometimes it could feel like high school out here like you're scared to work with people mm. that's why i try and keep it like organically like to who interacts with me or who responds to like if i give them like a nice comment and they don't ignore me type thing i try not to overthink things because mm. i i definitely you know I, it's a learning process my career and i have taken it personally so, like, I try, I try to, like, not being answered or when people say no, just don't take it personally, you know. Try and, like, ask people, but don't, like, pressure them. Okay. I feel like it's the best way to, like, go about it. Yeah. In working with so many different amazing performers, especially with your own content, when you have your own talent pool be so deep to choose from, is it difficult to schedule shoots when you travel because you just want to shoot with all of the people that you enjoy? And I'm sure when you have that deep of a pool, it's tough to bring new people in. Yeah. Yeah. And gas isn't cheap. You know, right. it's also hard to corral people mm. when they're not getting paid for something, you know, like... <sighs> Be, it's also like my location too like so when I'm trying to like when I say go to like LA or like Las Vegas there's a lot of people like that I could collaborate with but it's the only time I'm there I feel like it's easier to collaborate when you're you're living there already mm -hmm. 
but you got to get the trade off for like, do I really want to pay for like really high rent? Or like, do I live in PA and have really low rent? So like, I, there's there has to be like an, I want to collab with everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, you have to like, uh, put like a, make it equal, you know, getting paid and then collabs. Because if you have one more than the other, it can fuck you up, at least in my experience. I'm glad you said that about collaboration, because I want to throw an idea at you here. Let's say an older ginger podcaster was interested in helping you make content. What what would you envision that scene to be? Us, you and me. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying an older ginger podcaster. Like, what would the scene be? (laughs) Yeah. What what are you envisioning that that scene with an unnamed older ginger podcaster to be? Um, you know what would be really good, actually. Okay. Um, like a podcast themed kind of like blowjob thing where he's trying to do like a a a podcast and you're just giving him a blowjob like underneath where he's doing it. Simple, easy, but like also you're not going to show who you are, but maybe I don't maybe you could like obscure your voice. You know, there's lots of ways to do that. (laughs) No, I would want that committed to tape. I mean, he they would want that committed (laughs) to tape. (laughs) Oh, you stop. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for entertaining me. I appreciate that. Yeah, I dude, I, I have the image in my head. Oh, no. Okay. Ooh. All, right. all right it's spring's coming is all i'm saying you have around 200 videos on your many vids page uh some of them being like behind the scenes and teaser clips and stuff like that which some of them are actually surprisingly educational in a way. What made you decide to release these behind the scenes on your many vids? People like that type of stuff. Like I've found that you see like higher rated stuff with the behind the scenes stuff. A lot of the time with like a lot of people, different kind of industries, contents, like they want to see like, behind the scenes you know like it's more exclusive okay (laughs) and also having it be educational is just like the icing on top you know and making educational stuff free is the cherry on top oh i like that yeah the types of videos that you shoot swing from dominant to submissive. Have you always been comfortable being a switch or has one of these personalities been a recent find? I've always been a switch for sure. I've always had a bipolar personality. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Definitely didn't discover one or the other. Like, there definitely have always, I have shy moments and then I have moments where I'm like, it especially depends who I'm talking to. Oh, okay. It, it automatically will be like, okay, well, I'm this, you know, you, I'm your sub or, you know, whatnot. If someone's taller than me, like, like, a, like a Rocky Emerson type, I'll be like, I'm your sub. Like, it's very easy, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Even for me. <laughs> I've, I've, i think i've seen you guys like next to each other and yep 
<laughs> you come up to like Rocky's like shoulders. Yeah, it's comical. It really is. You also have a number of videos that are between 30 and 50 minutes. That is a lot of sexual performing energy. Is it difficult to stay in performer mode for that long? Yes. And I recently got a workout mat so I can work on my endurance. Yeah, like there's only like certain moves or whatever I can do for like extended periods of time. Like say it's like, um, oh my God, I'm the worst at uh, the names of moves and stuff. When you're like uh, straddling on top of someone, but you're like facing the camera. Oh, the reverse my, cowgirl. My knees, my legs, reverse cowgirl. Yeah. 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 I always get that fucked up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it burns, man. I need to work out. Like I can maybe last for like a minute and a half, two minutes. That's bad. That's real bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe longer. I, mean, I you know, I'm very good at um, putting myself down. So at least I notice it though. <laughs> I, I love self-deprecating humor, so I'm. <laughs> I'm too good at it. Yes. I'm, very, I'm very much a nihilist. <laughs> well, I'm sure because I was actually a uh, physical therapist for oh. uh, for a couple years, uh, a number of years back, and I'm sure we could develop something. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna hit you up for a workout. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait. wait. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. That was funny. But yes, I, I will definitely be of service to you. Oh, that, see, that sounds bad, too. I'm loving it. I <sighs> am loving it. We, this, this, this. I'm, still, I'm still going to hit you up for like workout tips. So, oh, real. yeah, absolutely. I can definitely help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talked in New Jersey, when we did the gauntlet interview questions, you talked about one of the things that you have kind of discovered is that you now enjoy feet stuff. And a lot of that is because people have really complimented you on your feet and because they tend to be uh, petite and you've really gotten into that. Are there any other things that you have found that you've enjoyed while being in content creation and the adult community and are there any things that you've tried and it's not that you don't like it but you're just kind of like meh that's okay i find things that are like super degrading to be like meh that's okay not for me as much rope i found that i love to incorporate and learn about i'm glad you actually brought up Shibari, because you've done a number of Shibari and rope suspension shoots. What is your attraction to this art form, considering some of it can be a little bit uncomfortable? Well, I found that I like to be a little bit uncomfortable in my exploration. But finding out what is uncomfortable and safe has been really important. Mm. But being in rope is just really therapeutic and adding a scene onto it can is just like even better yeah. you know so back to the question what is something that you found out that you enjoyed through adult that you didn't do before you mentioned feet that's what i forgot about um 
So I have really, really tiny feet and I've gotten like, I don't know, made fun of my feet before. So I think that's why I didn't like them. But then when people appreciated them, I started appreciating them myself. And I feel like I'm still very like young into my my journey or like early into my journey. Early is a better word because there's so many things I want to explore, you know, but uh, I don't want to say I'm scared, but I want to do things safely. I think it's important to do things safely and in a safe atmosphere. Oh, that makes complete sense. And and that goes along with like your co-performers too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You've been highlighted in Alt-Star magazine as I mentioned in your intro. Congratulations on that. The pictures as part of your interview were fantastic. When I've done interviews, I have a hard time not rambling. Did you have a difficult time answering questions in kind of a concise and meaningful way and not just have it be this life story? Because I know I did. I really loved Alt Star Magazine and how they they asked me questions. And when I sent them my answers, I think he might have asked me more questions in depth to like what I had already answered, which really help me but I do find that when I'm talking it actually is what you're saying when I'm typing I can be like bing bang boom I get my point across when I'm talking I feel like I go off like I have trouble sometimes forming my sentences and like regular conversation so like this can be hard for me (laughs) (laughs) well I think you have done an absolutely amazing job. So Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, I might be a little biased because I think you're an amazing human being, but that being said. So. Oh, come on now. So <laughs> we are now in 2023. What does this year hold for you? I know that you're going to be at the X3 Expo in Los Angeles in a couple weeks, but what else does this year have in store do you have other conventions that you're going to do you have any shoots or content that you can tease what's this year going to be so i have exotica chicago i'll be there april 20th to the 24th and uh i have other travels in like florida and always New York City, that's soon. But I want, I just got my passport in the mail. So I'm hoping to very soon be booking with like uh, European and whatever, like any international companies. I've never been out of the country. Oh, well, I've, on, okay. I've only been to Montreal, Canada. Wow, that'd be really cool. So you're looking to go into Europe and really, really show them how it's done. Yeah, it's my time. Oh, I love it. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck one more time before i give you a ton of compliments and we end this interview can you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media once again you could find me at ladylaz.com slash my social media and ladylaz.com slash my content very nice now i'm sure my listeners get tired of hearing me say it, but I mean it every time I do. 
there are certain times you meet performers and they just have the most wonderful energy about them. And you are definitely one of them. It has been an absolute delight getting to know you a little bit. Thank you so much for doing this interview. I think you are absolutely going to tear it up in 2023, and I am here for it. I can't wait to see what you're able to accomplish. Thank you so, so much. I'm so glad we had a full interview. Seriously, like, finally. Finally is correct. So hopefully I will see you in the not-too-distant future, and uh, please take care of yourself. And once again, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. You know it. I'll see you soon. Yeah.